This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, everyone. I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Sabrina from Queens. Hi. Hi, Sabrina. This is so cute. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) You guys know her from the Morning Bachelor Report on New York's Country 94.7, Kelly Ford. And we're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. This is so cute. Thank oh, I'm so glad she's so cute. She's so oh, cool. So cute. I'm going to work on being cool. Gosh, you're going to hype me up too much. I'm going to fill my head. This is what we do. came in with a pretty sweater and pretty hair. Yeah. And we we're record in, in pajamas. <laughs> you never know that I was up at 4.30 this morning. Girl. No. Yes. Yeah, so Kelly Ford has been out today and tomorrow. So I am helping co-host the morning show with another producer. So it was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, the show that. starts at 6 a.m. I was like, oh, yeah. No. I forgot like, about that part. <laughs> yeah, like radio versus <gasps> podcasting. You really got to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so do you like live on coffee? Yes. <laughs> I like I always drink these super coffees in the morning and I ran out of them, of course. What's a super coffee? Oh, I know. The keto one? Yes. Yes. So I did keto for nine months, like last year mm-hmm. and i'm still addicted to those coffees they're yeah, so yeah, good yeah, they're so good so i had to like drink this my mom had this like weird oat milk latte nitro cold brew thing in a can <laughs> okay fancy I, I was like i don't even know what this is and she's <laughs> yeah, like okay. you can drink it if you want i'm like not if i want like i'm going to yeah, i need to yeah. <laughs> it's insane. to get me anywhere at 6 a.m no oh, that's yeah. insane so you have to wake up so much earlier and yeah get right. oh. the long island railroad at five o'clock in the morning is a really interesting nah. sight <laughs> Not you see cute. some interesting characters on there at that <laughs> time that you do oh god <laughs> i don't want to know about it no but anyways Rina, so you started to tell us before what tell us a little about about your job how you got there mm-hmm. well, actually let's first let's talk about you first before we okay. get into job stuff where are you from? Where'd you go to school? How old are you? So, obviously, I'm from Queens. Um, I'm from Bayside. I'm 23. I'm going to be 24 in June. Mm-hmm. I went to Quinnipiac. Was yes. communications major. Go Bobcats. <laughs> go Bobcats. Yeah. So, I actually so I landed my first job right out of college, like, in September. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take three months off, like, have an actual summer just to literally vegetate and do nothing. Love that. Mm-hmm. Truly like, necessary. That. Yeah, my senior year was just so, so crazy. Like, I worked three jobs my senior year. Wow. Like, internships, worked in admissions, like, was involved in so many different things at school that by the time I had nothing to do, it was, like, like I was mm-hmm. had the shakes. I was mm-hmm. like, what do I do? But it was so perfect. It's exactly what I needed. Good. So I took time off. I went to Greece, actually, oh, for two lucky. weeks. That was incredible. Yeah, I bet. So I did that, and then I actually like started my job hunt in like July of 2018. I think that's really important. I think that's a great yeah. thing to do, to have like a down period of just Absolutely. Like, I've been through four years of college mm-hmm. and probably worked and interned and whatever yeah. you're doing. It's okay to just take a to couple take months time. and be like, I need to just be. Yeah, yeah, my mom was like, so when are you going to start finding your job? I was like, when you get off my back. <laughs> like, mom. I literally, I just worked my ass off for four years. Like, 
give me five minutes to breathe. I, it's all I ask of yeah, you. Yeah, and especially because you're going to be working for literally the rest of your exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> literally. I was like, how about you get off my back and let me breathe for five seconds, please? <laughs> just, just I beg minute. of you. <laughs> just a little bit of time. But no, that really shows, especially all the stuff that you did in college, really shows, I think, reflects on the type of person that you are. Oh, yeah. Real mm-hmm. big go-getter. <laughs> I think, like, the more involved in college you are, like, the easier the rest of life becomes. That's a great I tip. I really think that's, like, yeah. the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. For that's sure. a great tip. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of initiative. So, yeah. Now that we know a little bit more about you, what about your job? What are you doing? Tell us all mm-hmm. about that. It's, like, so weird because everyone, like, sees my job, like, through Instagram, like, before I had all this country stuff. And they're like, oh, my God, like, what do you do? Your life looks so glamorous. And I'm like, little do you know that I actually, like, <laughs> work and do things. So I started off, the company's named Entercom. Mm-hmm. They were owned previously owned by CBS Radio. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how everyone kind of knows the company. Because no one really knows Entercom. Like, no one knows that. <laughs> so, Entercom, I started off as a sales strategist on the local New York team. So, Entercom, originally, back when I started, they owned seven radio stations. So, they owned mm-hmm. a sports station, WFAN, 1010 Wins, a news station, and, like, other various music stations, like, New 102.7. So, I was, like, kind of familiar with those stations. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this would be, like, a really great job. Yeah. First job I interviewed for first job I landed like it wow, honestly incredible. it couldn't have worked the stars couldn't have aligned better it's a lot like, of being at the right place at the right time literally and then, like have done the work and like, showing up I can't even just say it was work like, I, it was pure luck like I can't <laughs> even like say like oh this is how it's done like no I got incredibly lucky like yeah. the first job I interviewed for and it was the first job I got like Amazing. insane yeah. so I started off as a sales strategist there and I was doing just a lot of like basic tasks like doing invoicing pulling air checks from the stations for different clients making powerpoints like pitch decks Things like that. And it was just so great because you get a lot of perks working in entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, like, every other week I was going to, like, a concert or a sporting event so or a Broadway cool. show. Living the life. Because when they have they own oh, these yeah. tickets right. from other places and, and, like, if no one's using them, by the end of the day it's like, all right, they're all up for grabs. Who wants them? And I'm like, heck yeah, I yeah. want them. Like, I'll go see a Broadway show within the next two hours. I'll find a friend somewhere. Yeah. Like, uh, why was, not? And when the, for the people that have been working there for like 30 years, they're like, I've seen all the shows. It, literally, I, I feel go. like that now. Right. I'm like, oh, we have Aladdin tickets again. Like, <laughs> it's like, who wants them? Like, I don't even care if you give them to the homeless man on the street at this point. <laughs> oh like, my God. And now like, I have that mentality and I've been there for like a year and a half, which is wow. so, t- it's so horrible. Well, you can always hit us up because we love a show. <laughs> we love a <laughs> Listen, if you guys are like, literally when I find out at four o'clock, in the afternoon that we have them if you're there by seven they're yours oh, wow i don't care good to know I love a free love, <laughs> love a free, love a free moment love, love free freebies <laughs> so yeah so i was literally always going to concerts and shows and sporting events my mom was like do you know you live here right like i'm not the hotel concierge at the house like <laughs> are you ever gonna come home and i was like no mom this is the best life ever <laughs> like this is so fun so like honestly going more off of luck so i was there about six months at the time and it was honestly it was like a couple days ago this like past year we got all called into a meeting at four o'clock and it was like we never had these like giant company-wide meetings so Mm -hmm. I was like something's like either very wrong or something good is really really Mm -hmm. good's happening Uh uh-huh and I didn't know what to expect so like our market manager comes over and she's like guys like we have really make an announcement at four o'clock that the press release is gonna come out I'm like oh my god a press Press release release? like what's happening am I gonna still keep my job like what's I like what I'm doing and we found out that day I think it was the day before Valentine's Day that we acquired Nash FM 94.7. And that literally was the best day of my life. Like, so February cool. 13th, 2018, <laughs> or 19, was the best day of my life. Oh, my God. And, like, everyone who knew, was working there, like, knew that I was the biggest country music stan <laughs> of all time. Like, oh, my it's, I freaking, I live at Jones Beach in the summer. Like, I, that's where you'll <laughs> find me any weekend of the year. 
so like I actually like flung myself to the ground I was like holy shit like this is the best day of my life <laughs> and everyone was like oh my god like Sabrina are you okay are you okay and I was like no this is so exciting like I love this, this is like my station yeah <laughs> oh my god. like I grew up listening to 94.7 mm-hmm. like back in 2013 when it became like a real radio station like that's all I listened to because yeah. I loved country like even in high school so, right, I feel like anyone that likes country, that's where you listen to Yeah, it. exactly. That's, like, the only place you could get it. Yeah. Go to. And, like, I didn't know, like, it, Spotify, like, wasn't even, like, I had, like, iTunes. I'm not going to buy on the iTunes store the 129 every song I liked. Right. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I liked yet. So I'd always listen to 94.7 to, like, hear the new country and things like that. It was incredible. So one of our DOSs, a director of sales, came up to me and he was, like, would you mind getting up in our sales presentation and just kind of talking about what country music is here in new york because i feel like everyone has interesting yeah he was like i feel like everyone kind of has this perception of country music is like hicks in alabama with no teeth and overalls and Mm -hmm. like no shoes and things like that and he's like but looking at you like i would never expect you of all people to like country music Mm -hmm. it's amazing that like your just your interest was Mm -hmm. something that propelled you forward yeah like just having a genuine interest in something and like i would when we first got the station i was like Brian, this is so exciting. I love country. I was like an idiot just rolling around the floor. Like, guys, yay, best day ever. And everyone was like, literally, why? Like, I don't get it. What does this mean? Like, what does this mean for us? So that's what I did. I got up in front of our whole sales team. Oh, my God. And I was, like, so nervous. But it it came so easy to me. And I was just really talking about why I love country music and what it means to me. And, like, I showed pictures of me and my friends at concerts. And I'm like, guys, like – the, look at these people like these are your p1s like this is who you're targeting like if you're gonna sell the station to a client like this is who you're selling to right mm. and i got it was like that is what opened the door that's incredible so cool so i did that and little did i know the program director of the country station so he's kind of like the guy who runs the whole operation he was in that meeting mm. and i had no idea and he came up to me afterwards and was like you like we're gonna talk like you come with me. Oh my god! And goodness. that was like the beginning of the end. Incredible! Wow! Like be again, being at the right place in the mm-hmm. right time, yep. and being prepared, and being good at what you do, and yeah. just being yourself, yeah. honestly, and yeah, like, and being passionate and putting your best Literally foot forward. Being passionate, like if I never expressed my interest in country music, I would never be here. Right? Mm-hmm. If you didn't get up and roll on the floor and be like, "I'm so excited," <laughs> no, they would never know. If I didn't roll around the whole floor like, "God, yay!" Like this is so exciting. Like no one would know that I like mm-hmm. country music. I'd still probably be in my other job and then also like being genuine because i feel like a lot of times people especially when you're young you feel like you have to like put on a certain front or Mm -hmm. a face when you're in a meeting or at your company because you're on the younger end Mm -hmm. but like you were just being really genuinely yourself and it really paid off yeah Yeah. i'm like the youngest person like in my company where i was at the time yeah and i was just like the people probably like who the hell is this girl (laughs) like who is this a nobody getting up in our meeting and talking to, like I made like such great relationships with everyone that I worked with on that team so like I felt so comfortable with being able to go up there and I love that and I was just like spewing words I was, yeah. like, I was like I was like here are some really good songs like hit me up for a playlist if you want like so all that stuff so I really think that if I never like got up in front of that meeting and totally. the program director his name is John Fox like he still references that moment to this day like, he will talk to people that I don't know, and they'll be like, oh, you were the girl who he talks about that got up in that oh. meeting. And I'm like, John, like, I cannot believe, like, how much this resonated with you. Yeah. Oh and God. he's like, I 
in that moment I felt like I did my job right yeah wow definitely because energy is so contagious so for you to be so excited and so passionate about something with which lucky for you it happened to be that topic like too. how is that even I still can't believe this <laughs> what? Is like a but for you to like choose to lead with that confidence I think is really like impressive to a lot of people higher ups honestly to anyone mm-hmm. confidence in any way resonates depending on the energy you present it yeah. with, resonates really deeply. Confidence is key, and even if you don't have it, fake it till you make it, because <laughs> it will get you there eventually. Yeah. So how did you transition from being behind the scenes to on the radio? Yeah, well, that's a really good question. So it's honestly, it's so dumb. So we had these promo meetings every week with the country station, and I would be in them, and there'd be like other younger girls in the meetings, and every week we would go and either talk about Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise or <laughs> Bachelorette, because they were on Tuesday mornings at 10 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. so... That's literally all that was on my mind was Bachelor. So we would go in and we would talk about it. And it was always kind of like a joke. Like, we got to put this on air one day. We got to get this on air one day. Like, you, like all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was all just a joke. Yeah. So I eventually got promoted in December. So I was no longer in on those meetings. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I can't miss out on my Bachelor talk. <laughs> so I like, went into John's office one day and he was like, this Peter guy, like, what's the deal? And I was like, oh, John. And it was like the floodgates opened. Like, my bachelor just started spewing out of my mouth. <laughs> I am a big bachelor fan. And too. he was sitting there, and he was literally just looking at me, and he was like, this it, this is exactly what I want on the air. Oh, my God. And I was like, don't don't, pl- don't play with me now. Like, like, we've established a really good relationship where I can, like, joke around with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, like, don't play around with me. Like, this, like, you can't be serious. And he was like, 825 every Tuesday, can you do it? And I was like, I'll do it. If you're being serious, I'll do it. And wow. he was like, got any travel coming up? I was like, nope. He's like, good. Tuesday morning, 825, be here. And I was like, oh, that was what? that. What an opportunity. Yep. And it's like really great. So I have a really good relationship with Kelly Ford. We had this relationship like way before. Like I went out to the summer shows with her at Jones Beach. And we did the tailgate stuff. So like we have Cute. a really solid relationship. That is so Amazing. cool. So it all just like kind of fell into place and She's, like, an incredible leader and a great mentor to me because, like, I had, like, barely been on air before. Like, I did WQAQ for, like, a <laughs> month yeah, like, yeah. at Quinnipiac just to, like, do it and get something on my resume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, like, did you really ever know. think that you were going to want to be on the radio? No, I thought my voice was so horrifying that no one would ever want to hear me it's speak. It's not. Oh, it's so not voice. true. And, like, the first time I listened to the Bachelor segment, I was, like, dreading it. Oh, they were like horrible oh, to we listen get to yourself. You. <laughs> they were like, you have to listen back to it, and you have to take notes and critique yourself and mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm like, do I have to listen to it? Like, it's going to be so no, awful. horrible <laughs> to listen slash watch And I listened to it, it's and horrible. I was like, dreading it so much. And I heard it, and I was like, huh. I'm not so bad. bad. This ain't that bad. (laughs) I don't know if their mic is tweaked a little bit where I sound a little better, but it wasn't horrible. And I was like, okay, I can listen to this. Like, okay. Totally. No, we heard that the first time that we ever got our new microphones and like the the (laughs) headphones, we're like, oh my God, I sound kind of sexy. Like, we're like making out with the mic. We're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And like now I'm like trying to perfect my radio voice. I'm like, what kind of, do I want to go high? Do I want to go low? Like, what do I want to do? There's so many options. I know, there's so many options. Like, where can I take this? And they're like, no, you have to stick to your queens. Like, don't change a single thing. Right, because now you got a trademark. I know. It's just, and I don't even, like, I don't even know how that happened. There was like, because John, he's like, yo, Bayside. Like, Bayside. And I'm like, like, and that's just how it came about. Like, Sabrina's from Queens. Like, are, could, like literally i'll get texts like yo bayside and i'm like hi <laughs> i know you're talking to me yep that's what it is i think that's so cool that you're able to to do this and also really establish a name and and like identity for yourself yeah. in this space especially being i don't want to say so young because you know we're there i know and like i go back and forth with that and i'm like people are like you're so young you're so young and i'm like 
yes, I'm so young, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, Mm -hmm. 23 is, like, very young to kind of have, like, yourself established at this Mm -hmm. point, but I think about it, I'm like, I feel like I've done so much. I feel like like graduation was, like, light years ago. Uh Like, it doesn't even (laughs) feel like a recent memory. Yeah. So, it's like, I feel, like, so much older because I'm doing all these crazy things, and, like, I still have friends who are in school, like, both undergrad, I have friends that are in law school, PA school, like, and it's just, like, so different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we always say about this age yeah. and, like, why are we doing this podcast in the first place? Because everybody's in the same age group, but we're all in completely different oh places in our lives. Like, yeah. so true. You just Everyone's said it. Diff- everyone's in a different place. Entirely. Like, like when, literally, when it hits, like, December and May, half my friends disappear because they're in finals. <laughs> I'm like, right. guys, like, come back. They're like, Sabrina, we cannot talk to you right now. We have school. Yeah. I was like, I, for- like, I forget what school is like. Right. It's like, I don't know what it- totally I don't remember crazy. what it's like to study and, like, do homework and things like that. It's like a, literally, it's like a light yeah. memory to me mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it feels so far gone. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so crazy when, like, in the moment when you're in college, it, seem- it seems like it's everything and that mm-hmm. this is how everything's going to be. I know. Oh, it's so crazy. Wish I'd go back and tell myself, like, clearly, Sabrina, that final don't mean nothing anymore. Like, <laughs> don't worry about Irrelevant. it. Irrelevant. It means Close nothing. That book. <laughs> Shut the fuck it up. Like, it's, what, it's 2 o'clock in the morning? Go to bed. Stop it. Go to bed. God. No, God. I hear that so much. But I think it's so cool that you were able to, to find something, not only that you love so much, but something pretty impressive, I would say. Yeah. Especially at this time. It's, it's just, like, for you. so me. Yeah. Like, I really, if someone was like, all right, we're going to make a job that's, like, perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it was handcrafted and, just, like, gifted down from God to me. Like, I, like, I can't even say, like, how blessed and lucky I am. But, mm-hmm. like, I go back and forth with, like, yeah, like, I'm really blessed and I'm lucky. But I worked really hard to get Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And working Absolutely. hard and like, I definitely, genuine. I don't give myself enough credit mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm always trying to think of, like, the next thing to do. Like, how can I make this better and do this and whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I have, like, one slip up. Like, I had my first slip up last week on a show. And it literally it ruined my entire day i get that but i was like i guess that shows that i really care about it and then i'm really proud of like what i'm putting forward and just like have and it was literally you barely even heard it but like i knew it happened yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and it was literally like in the back of my mind all day like i was sitting there doing my work and i was like you messed up today on the show show. you love what you do and you care about it and like that's the only way to improve honestly Mm -hmm. is to make mistakes and that's okay Mm -hmm. that's how you get good at it exactly and like now i know like when it happens again, like, here's how we handle it. Absolutely. So, so let's talk about The Bachelor. Let's talk about <gasps> The Bachelor. <laughs> Her main event. <laughs> so since you're a Bachelor expert, why do you think our society is so obsessed with The Bachelor franchise? I just think, I really think that ABC has done, like, an insane job of marketing it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about it, like, it's everywhere. Yeah. And so I started watching The Bachelor when I was, like, in middle school, which probably wasn't even allowed. But, like, my mom watched it, so, like, I was so intrigued by what it was on. And I thought it would be really funny to, like, start watching, like, just the finale and be like, Mom, here's who's going to win. Like, watch. And there was, just, like, two people left. Yeah. So, like, and then I eventually, like, started actually watching the whole season with her. Yep. And I just became, like, just so – it's, like, it, it engulfs you. Like, it's yeah. insane. It does. I'm, I've gotten my boyfriend to watch it now. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. But like, but, like, not on purpose. I'll just have it on. And mm-hmm. then people he's, like, it. asking me questions. I'm like, you're watching. Yeah, you know you're watching. I know. Yes. That's so funny. I'm going to be super honest. So I've watched some seasons. Thanks, Ashley Kate. But I <laughs> I will say I'm not currently watching. Please don't boo me. Um, but terrible. it's so funny because I have to say, like, whenever there's a commercial 
you're right. Like, I'm enticed to want to watch mm-hmm. it. I remember a few weeks ago, my dad, who literally does not watch The Bachelor, he was like, so I saw, um, I don't I don't know, a commercial about this guy in the concert, Chase, something like oh, that. Chase and my, my dad, who has no connection to The Bachelor, was like, we have to watch it. He comes mm-hmm. downstairs, he brings some he brings some drinks, and that was our family night. And that was, like, the only episode I've seen. That's but hilarious. my dad yeah. caught the marketing, and there we were. Like, And it started Crazy. off as just one show, and it's just it's evolved oh, into literally its, its own entity yeah it's, it's its own entity like it could be its own planet mm-hmm. the bachelor totally. oh yeah <laughs> totally like i just did a story nation. i did a whole story this morning on how like they're the whole new like shot at love show with the music and whatever but they are also launching bachelor summer games in i think like late july oh god Whoa. so like we're gonna get eventually to a point well, you're never not going to have some kind Something. of Bachelor show to watch. And then if you're watching one, you're like, well, I might as well watch the other. Exactly. To see what's going on. And I think it becomes routine. Yeah. It's like every Monday night, 8 o'clock, ABC. Like, no matter what time it is, like, that's Keeping when you know. Keeping alive. Exactly. It's, that's it's probably the only reason I still have cable. <laughs> Even though you can watch it on Hulu, I've heard. But, like, it's not the same. It yeah. doesn't. It's like days later, though. Oh, it is? Yeah. You can't get, like, right away, I don't think. Unless you have a certain type of Hulu? Yes. So now Hulu has reality TV. Oh. I just just launched a whole campaign about this. That's the only reason I know why. (laughs) This is Um, why she's on the show. This is why. So, yeah, Hulu has reality TV now. So they have Bachelor, Vanderpump Rules, Below Deck, Housewives, and you can watch those, like, in real time. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's so cool. Which is, it's oh, only like a select cable. show. <laughs> by cable. Yeah, literally by cable. That's why everybody has it, other than if you like sport. <laughs> mm-hmm. but like. And I think another really big part of it is like the community and wanting to know what's going on. Like I constantly see people Monday Night Bachelor, Why Night oh, with yeah. the girls. Like it's like you kind of want that too. Mm-hmm. All of those little things for people that don't even remotely work for people for The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, Like you want to be part of that. You want to know what's going on because it is so talked about. Oh, yeah. I do viewing parties at my house sometimes. Yeah. Oh, love <laughs> a viewing party. Literally have a viewing party for the premiere, the finale, yeah. sometimes a little midweek treat. You never know. <laughs> and it's like I've involved in so many different like Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's all they talk about in the Facebook groups. Like, I'm in one just specifically for The Bachelor. Yeah. It's it's insane. So yeah. it's like if I ever and like, you feel left out if you're not watching. Oh, when I feel are so talking left out. about it. You see the memes on Instagram. You're like, I don't oh know God. what's going on. Yeah. So one day I was I went to a gym class on a Monday, which is rare, <laughs> and because I, I know where I have to be. Oh no, I'm sorry. It wasn't a Monday. It was when that they did a week where they did an episode on a Wednesday. Yes. So I went to the gym that Wednesday, and I wasn't getting out of my class until like exactly eight o'clock. So <laughs> I I was so stressed. I was running home and I had to take a shower because I smelled horribly. <laughs> so I, I was like, all right, I'm going to come home, shower, and I have a DVR until to start in the middle. Perfect. And I was like, I looked at my phone right as I got into my bed to watch the show. Mm. And one of the women from work emailed me. No. And was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he sent Victoria P. home. <gasps> and I was like, <gasps> oh, I was like, it's ruined. Why do I even watch it? Like I have my email on my phone at all times, like just in case. Like, well, you also like, don't think that someone's gonna email you about the updates of the show. I know. I was like, of all things, like I look at my phone to think, like, oh, a work, work. email. Yes. No, it's a bachelor spoiler. Oh, I was so oh upset. I like marched. You. I marched down to her office and I was like, you ruined the show for me. <laughs> well, also people that like find out who won. I'm like, why would you want to do that? The fun. Oh I know. God. Literally, Steve. I hear about a Steve, and I'm not even in the community. Okay, so there's this guy. His name is Reality Steve. He's a Twitter, he's like a Bachelor Twitter account that has like all these spoilers and he's become like so popular among Bachelor Nation. Like people just like feed him spoilers all the time. Mm-hmm. I have blocked him on Twitter because yeah. I don't want to see Is anything. Is he usually right? More often than not, he's huh. right. And if he's wrong, he'll like retract it like a week before or something like that and be like, oh, like 
here's what's really going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Interesting. But apparently this season, Reality Steve's got nothing. <gasps> so that means like Steve. the ending is so bizarre and so out of context that not even he can figure it out. Oh. And I have friends that'll like literally be like, oh, it's day one. I'm going to look up who wins. And I'm like, you are the I, worst yeah, kind of person. Worst kind of person. <laughs> She's like, don't worry. I won't tell you. And I'm like, yeah, but now I can't watch the show with you or Why talk are you to you. Why watching then? Like, you, if the fun is like, who's going to go? Exactly. Like, yes, all the interactions. If I see a spoiler, it ruins my entire day. Yeah. I'm with the you. The whole thing. I'm with you. Like, my friends would be like, I have a spoiler. Do you want to hear it? And I'm like, no. Literally leave the conversation. <laughs> like, I'm out. I don't want to know nothing. Oh, my God. So since the bachelor and the whole bachelor nation is such an integral part of our society how do you think that it's influenced our dating our generation's dating Ooh, i mean i think you really just have to take it with like a grain of salt because in reality Mm -hmm. it's a reality tv show that's Mm -hmm. not real right like in no real life situation is one guy going to be dating 20 women and they're all going to be okay with it. Right. It's so, like, yes. it's so unrealistic. It's, <laughs> it's so unrealistic. And like, you really can't even apply that to real life because like in, in no way, shape or form <laughs> is anyone. You'd be like, okay, so I'm dating this guy. He's also dating like 20 other girls, but like, it's okay. Like I'm going to tell him I love him next week. Like it's just <laughs> not, yeah. it's just like they're in such like a heightened environment where everything needs to be done just, like, so quickly mm-hmm. and everything just needs to happen so fast mm-hmm. that it's, like, if you even saw that here, you'd be, like, what the That's hell is going on? Yeah. Like, and I think that just, you know, I don't really know. If, I don't want to say that it, like, promotes anything because I don't think it does. I think now that we've gotten to the point, we're, like, 24 seasons into this show. Mm-hmm. I think people kind of have the idea and they make fun of it. Like, even, like, Chris Harrison, the host of the show, like, he'll make fun of, like, how insane it all is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it's become kind of, like, a parody. I don't think anyone really takes it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And would, like, apply those tactics to their real life. Like, no one's going on a date in a helicopter <laughs> to, like, San Diego and then For flying it. home tonight. Well, they yeah. wish they were. Oh, I wish. Right. You know what it kind of reminds me of? in terms of making relationships quickly like a leadership conference or like going to camp like you're you're kind of oh, it's, like, it's yeah, such a shorter it's amount literally of like time. going to sleepaway camp yeah. yeah like you had a sleepaway camp boyfriend like when you were four <laughs> yeah the first day you were there because that's that's what it's like exactly it's so interesting it's like you're in such like a heightened environment it's mm-hmm. like and apparently i was reading this thing on i don't know what it was i think it was cosmo that they had like literal like therapists and mm. like psychiatric professionals there like evaluate people when things oh get God, too I didn't crazy. Know wow. that. Because think about it, you're cut off from the entire like yeah. they took your phones, like you don't it's know so anything. Crazy. You know nothing. Yeah, that's huge. It's and like so you're literally crazy. just in a house with these other girls. Such like, a bubble. What do you do? Yeah. I never thought about it that way. Like I yeah, you're in a dystopian society. You're literally in a dystopia. Like, it's like Handmaid's Tale. It's crazy. That's so interesting. And I guess something that I'm thinking about now is like I wonder how that morphs their perspective on love and also on like their own worthiness because Mm -hmm. you know kind of like in high school when people had to pick you to be on their team or not like this person is literally choosing whether you are worthy or not of their literally their love people (laughs) always are like Sabrina you should totally go on the show and I'm like I would actually lose my mind (laughs) you have to be all that crazy and like yeah definitely I'm granted I'm a little bit crazy but like this (laughs) would drive me off the deep end like I would never be able to like just watch a guy that I'm with just like actively be with other women oh, and, like, yeah oh my gosh be okay with that like no that's not happening no and like if he didn't pick me I'd be like what like yeah. I'd be the I would hate to say it but I feel like I'd be that girl like crying and oh, yeah. like, literally no. same my boyfriend of eight years 
I'll be like, oh my God, you were looking at Shakira. You think she's hot? And he's oh like, my God. do you think I'm going to do Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh my God, I'm insane. I should stop Yeah, talking. my jealousy level would not handle Yeah, it. And I don't so even think unwell. I'm that jealous of a Me person. Me neither. You're not, you're I don't so think chill. I'm, I'm like, definitely don't think I'm a jealous person. Oh, but like, I think being in that kind of environment would turn me into one. Yeah. yeah. And when you have nothing else to put your thoughts into, like oh, you yeah. only can watch what's totally. going on with your boyfriend and his 27 other girlfriends. Yeah. It's all you can think about. And then that's what they want you to do. They only want you to think think about peter it's crazy and it will drive you insane so like i would never be able to do it and i'm sure also like the the process before as there is a casting process like i'm sure that's probably really rigorous and there's a lot of stuff you probably have to say and do and and look like in order to fit and that could definitely take a toll on your self-worth apparently you have to like sign some crazy nda about Mm, the casting process like i have tried so hard to figure (laughs) out you gotta get the scoop you You gotta go on just to get the scoop maybe yeah and i'd be the one who gets like arrested (laughs) i know no we wouldn't do that to you oh right they sue you for all your work i know i'm trying to find like all these youtube videos of people who like went through the process and they're all just so vague it's all clickbait it's all lies oh, yeah, yeah and it makes me so upset because i just want to know right they have to sign away their lives they yeah. have oh 100 and apparently like once you're like on the show you have to sign some kind of contract with abc that they like basically mm. own you for two mm. years after the show mm. and you can yeah you have to do like all these like abc promotional shows and things like that it's so, so interesting i feel like it would be kind of cool for you to go on the show and this is without knowing anything about your dating life but solely like your sabrina and then underneath like bachelor expert i know <laughs> that's your, but i feel like right would, would i be allowed title. like would i be allowed I to wonder. do that i wonder i wonder i feel like they're, they're probably be like you're ABC here for the wrong reasons like you're like, oh my yes, god i am you're like, yes that is correct i am 100 percent here for the this wrong is an reasons. experiment yeah. as well I'm as here. 27 this other is living girls. out my here. personal dream literally i'm here to live out my personal dreams figure out what this is all about and then report back to everyone at queens everyone i know after my two years yeah i'm gonna write a tell-all oh my god but i wonder like i don't know sometimes because it's such a dystopian society i feel like even sometimes when i'm watching it i'm like well why isn't my why aren't our dates like that like why (laughs) oh my god you know like because they seem so like romantic and everything's so heightened and like i wonder if i'm alone in that or if everyone else watching is like is that what dating is supposed to look like so like i'll when i watch the show i think about it in terms of like when they go to the hometowns because mm-hmm. I feel like hometown dates are the most important because it really mm-hmm. shows like who peaked in high school True. <laughs> and like that's where you kind of get a taste of like what a real date is going to be like so mm-hmm. for example this past week they went on a hometown date to Knoxville Tennessee and Peter and the girl Hannah Ann they went axe throwing mm-hmm. and I'm like that is 100% something that I would do on a date Meanwhile, in the beginning of the show, you have all these elaborate things. Like, we're going to go on a picnic through the mountains. We're going to ride camels up to this peak. Right. We're going to take a helicopter home. There's going to be a, a hot tub with our bathing suits and a whole dinner spread. Right, it's, like, so, so heightened, so romantic. It's, like, yeah. It's so romantic, but it's just so unrealistic. Oh, yeah. And it, like, I'll, I can't even try and say that, like, I, like, want to have, like, a date like that. Cause in reality, I'm, like... When the hell is this ever gonna right. happen? Like, but I'm sure on. some people are psychologically yeah. affected. By but that. I think oh, maybe for sure. not particularly. You know? I mean, I don't know, but maybe not particularly. Like, oh, I need that, but maybe just like love in general. You know, like really craving those emotions. And I think oh, yeah. people wanting love and wanting a relationship is huge. Yeah. Um, especially for like women in their twenties. Definitely. Because some people are like with boyfriends forever, and some people are really single and on the dating app. Yeah, and, and some like, people who don't some people care are married. to. 
to exactly some people who don't care to be in a relationship right now and are embracing being single and mm-hmm. and you know finding themselves and all this, the those lines that we hear but also some people who are really really longing to be in a relationship yeah, yeah. you know everyone's different everyone wants what they want mm-hmm. everyone is different but yeah. i feel like it's psychologically if you're seeing that every week and you're like so in that world it's it couldn't paint a picture of like what dating you know like what it's not reality it is a reality show but it's yeah. not reality is that like, ironic right isn't it uh, it's so ironic it is really it's a reality ironic. show but it couldn't be the farthest thing from real life <laughs> yeah. that is not the dating reality not at no all. i think the dating reality now again not in it particularly but from what i hear like with the dating apps and the dating apps sound like a grandparent <laughs> i know me and brenda are apps. so so far removed oh i don't know if you know we're both in long-term relationships but um so we're like really really far removed mm-hmm. from it but of course we have friends yeah and that's not shaming it we're all no, we're no. all about we just we're just, we're just like our grandparents in that aspect. i even feel like a grandma like i had to do some segments today <laughs> about dating apps on um the morning show and i was they were like you know what do you look for in a dating app and i'm like um I don't know, like, good answers to questions. And I'm like, yeah. are there even questions on dating apps? Or is it just pictures? Like, I don't know. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. And I got off the air, and I was like, I really hope there's, like, questions on some of these dating I apps. Know. I think And I confirmed that. there are questions on Hinge. Yes, yes. And I was like, thank God. Because yeah. I was like, I'm going to sound so stupid. Yeah. But isn't it funny that you you judge a person, which I guess you do in, in, in person, too, but you literally... I, I, when I watch my friends on the date on the dating apps, on the um, dating um, apps, the, like the, the, the Facebook, YouTube, yes. the app. when I watch them, um, they swipe so quickly, and I'm yeah. like, dude, how do you know? And like, that's you know? why I like feel like I can't be on any of these apps. Like, I am of, I like, I'm very attracted to personality mm-hmm. and like looks are just like really like great on top of it. But like, I'm so <laughs> attracted so to someone with like a good sense of humor mm-hmm. and like a really just like outgoing and funny personality. And I feel like you can't really gauge that on apps. And, like, I'll admit, like, I'd be so quick to judge. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no. Swipe. 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 Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, it's so – it's unrealistic for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just know that that's not the way for me to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. And that's, and that's, that's not – I, I definitely – I feel like there are so many people who do end up, like, finding love through their – Yeah. Through – especially nowadays like so many people i know one of my co-workers Mm -hmm. um she's in a long-term relationship with someone she's been on bumble it's amazing it's crazy it is because it's like it's funny because you're swiping so quickly or or whatever and you don't know if one of those people could end up being your person it's just about being having the courage of course if you're comfortable to go out and actually meet them and see if there's a further connection yeah and i'm just like "Mm." but that also takes work and it takes courage i'm sus of that like (laughs) i don't know i feel like i'm still in like the age of like you're gonna go on this day and you're gonna be like blindfolded and murdered and kidnapped and all this stuff like i I don't know and like obviously like now we're in just like a different time and like it's so normal to go and meet people from these apps and Mm -hmm. whatever but like i don't know i just can't get behind it just yet no and and that's fine i think whatever people are most comfortable with and i give so much credit for having the courage to go and and go on a date just because the first impressions are hard you know for sure and talking to someone that you don't know much is really hard so to go on a date and kind of give them a chance at another date or or whatever Mm -hmm. it is is really complicated yeah i was having a conversation with my friend literally yesterday because she she's on the dating apps and she <laughs> the, the, dating app, apps. the dating apps <laughs> oh my god i suck i'm such a grandma but she's on like a bunch of the apps and she was saying like you know because she's like well i really want to meet someone 
and I would love to meet someone in person, but it's so hard to meet people Mm -hmm. in person nowadays. And I was like, okay, I get that. But like, that's how people did it for hundreds of years. Like, yeah, you have to be able to meet people in person. But then as we were talking about it more, it kind of clicked to me that like, it's kind of this dating apps are kind of this self-fulfilling prophecy because it's it's so much harder to like approach someone when you're out with like your group of friends at Mm -hmm. a bar and you're like doing your own thing and having your own fun it's like why am I gonna go out of my way to like talk to someone else when I could sit in my bed and swipe you Mm -hmm. know so it's it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy because it's so it makes it easier in Mm -hmm. a sense Mm -hmm. to like put yourself out there to say hello whereas like it's a lot harder to go and say hello in person yeah definitely and I think now that we are a lot more we use technology a lot more anyway it's more comfortable yeah you know to do something like that yeah everyone's more confident behind a screen yeah exactly yeah you can be whoever you want to be right why are you gonna go up to some girl in a bar when when you're with all of your friends and she might say no when you can just have her when you can like swipe her on your bed and if she doesn't say and she does if she does say no it's like who cares because I didn't know her anyways. she's right she's like, not really there totally oh. and I think safety like you brought up really is a huge thing I know for us with with our group of friends <laughs> it's like kind of dumb and I might be exposing us for the next dates that go on but we'll be like okay everybody share your location where are you going oh no yeah I still have all my friends your locations. code words yeah. oh yeah I'm like I all right we have code words we have oh, code really words. random code words all it's of gonna my be friends sugar like, mama is things are good oh my god stankies <laughs> it's bad really I random love it. <laughs> But things they secrets. wouldn't expect, I guess. Yeah. That's so, so make funny. sure the boys aren't looking over your shoulder. Very true. <laughs> you never know if you're with a murderer. Oh, See, God. You never know. But yeah, I have all my friends' locations. Like, honestly, all my friends are like in serious relationships. So <laughs> I never got to worry. But, you never know. You never got to worry. Just to be safe. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit more about the actual radio show. Yes. What season are you on now? So consistently, I'm on every Tuesday morning at 825. Mm-hmm. And if you miss the show, like, live, we mm-hmm. do put it up as a podcast mm-hmm. later on on radio.com. So you can literally just go to NewYorkCountry947.com and it'll redirect you there and you can find it. And But now we're kind of in, like, a bit of a – transition phase like I don't want to give too much away but I'll be on the show like a little more often like Ooh. probably yeah. <laughs> like nothing's setting stone yet but um yeah we're kind of incorporating me into the show in different ways so tomorrow morning and this morning I did like a trending now segment on the show Ooh, so I picked so just fun. like three top stories like in country music and if there's anything like really prevalent going on in pop culture I do that like it's really just like lighthearted. it's not like heavy like I don't want to talk about like politics no, or like some like nice no, it, light things in the morning it's really yeah exactly in the morning you don't want to be like bombarded down like no. on a music station where you're yeah. not there to listen to the news like if you want to hear the news you go to a news station right. it sounds very like are you a toaster you seem like you are. oh my god I'm such a toaster <laughs> oh my god there you fast go. five stories that you need <laughs> there to you know go. <laughs> ah! that's literally what I felt like this morning I was like doing my stories and I was like I'm actually doing the fast five but it's the fast three there you go. They yeah. also have perpetuated a culture. Talk about that, like no, things like, that have perpetuated culture. The Facebook groups that I was talking about, they're toaster oh, subgroups. Are they? They're all <laughs> toasters. Like the toasters are like cult. Oh my god. Like they scare me. <laughs> I was I sent Julie a picture today of their like they have their whole new setup, their oh, yes, whole new, new studio. studio. I deal. sent her the mics. I'm like, we're gonna have our logo on a mic one day. Just wait, just yes. wait for it. <laughs> the first time I used a mic with like a mic flag on it, I felt so cool. Oh my god. So fancy it was so we kelly ford and i we went around jones beach this summer and we would do this segment called are you smarter than a tailgater yeah and we would go up to Wait, all i want to play yeah we would go up to all these drunk people at the <laughs> tailgates and like ask them such like generic questions like you know 
where is the Grand Canyon? And, like, what's the capital of New York? Like, questions like that. Like, really just, like, basic things. And just to see, like, some of the answers we got were so <laughs> Oh, my God. I bet they were. And they were probably so drunk. So like, drunk. Like, that Jones was, like, we obviously went to them. Like, we went <laughs> the, drunkest the, drunk, people. the drunkest people oh, in the yeah. bar. You could point them out. Oh, yeah. So we would, like, purposely target them. Be like, let's go talk to them. And <laughs> them. And them. So we would do that. And we would bring a mic with us, like, with our mic plug. Because we rebranded. So we originally were Nash FM. And, like, you know, not everyone knows us still as mm-hmm. New York's country 94-7. Mm-hmm. So we'd bring the mic flag just to kind of, like, reinforce the new branding That's and things smart. like that. And when did that changeover happen? That happened, I want to say, maybe May mm-hmm. of last year. So, mm-hmm. like, relatively recently. Maybe a yeah. little earlier. But, yeah, right around, like, springtime. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We did the rebranding. And so I was walking around with this mic flag, and everyone was like, oh, New York's country? New York's country? And I was like, who, me? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, me. That's me. me. That's it so was so funny. Fun. I was like, wow, like, this really, like, gives me, like, a good old boost holding this mic flag. It That's was so, so funny. exciting. I mean, it's just amazing. Like, you really fell into, like, the career that was kind of destined for you. Yeah. And, like, I interned in, like, a bunch of different areas of entertainment. Like, I interned at NBC for my senior year and I did like a lot of stuff in TV so I worked in TV production for a little bit and then I worked in the back end and I did research for TV and mm-hmm. I found out that I actually hated it <laughs> so I you learned something thought, from every job you know. yeah like yeah. I always thought that like I was gonna work in TV and like I love TV it's gonna be great like, all this stuff and I got there and I hated it so much like I will say working in production so I worked for the Jerry Springer and Steve Wilco show mm-hmm. which like if you've ever seen the show, you can imagine how insane, <laughs> insane, insane, like some of the things that like I saw and like had to do were like, on a, I can't even talk about them, but <laughs> like, and I really liked that. Like I liked being hands on and like doing things. And then I got to the research side of things mm-hmm. and I was like, this is so boring. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, like I, it was awful. I actually, I said that I had to end my internship a week early because I had to take a final early. Oh, my no. God. I, like, that's how badly I wanted to get out of there. Oh, oh my wow. God. I don't blame you. Yeah. I feel like that's I when you know. It was not for me. You know. So, yeah, I never really thought of, like, radio as being, like, this great career for me. And then it just so happened I was, like, trolling LinkedIn one day looking for a job. And I saw Entercom and I looked at the stations and I was like, oh, like, I'm from New York. I know these stations. I can like, do this that. Cool. Yeah. I can do this. This is cool. And it's, like, entry level. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's roll with me. this. Like, let's apply. <laughs> And sure enough, there you go. That's where we ended up. Perpetuated and perpetuated. Yeah, it's it's like it kind of just all fell into place. Yeah, because you obviously have a talent for it. And like I never thought that I did. Yeah. And people are just like, you have like such a natural ability to just. It's like to chat. They they (laughs) called it. They used like some kind of a phrase for. I think it was like planned, spontaneous, whatever. Like something along those lines. It was, like, kind of, like, morphing the two. Mm-hmm. And I never thought of it that way. And they're, like, that's something you can't teach people. Like, yeah. that's something you are just, like, you have it. You're born with it. And, like, you can just roll with it and totally. do it. And, like, I never thought of it that way. And I was, like, huh, like, I guess you're right. Yeah. And I never, like, thought of, like, myself as being, like, a radio personality. Like, I didn't wake up one day and be, like, I'm going to be on air. Like, yeah. I want to be on the radio. Like, no, mm-hmm. I never thought of things like that. I always thought I was going to work, like, somewhere in the entertainment industry, but, like, kind of, like, on behind the the behind the scenes like I still am doing it like I talk all about this stuff like I actually do still have a real job that I do and like (laughs) I got hired for you don't just come and chat like you have to be prepared and yeah definitely and And, like I had it's like people like how do you balance like both and like my boss now she's so great like she's so so supportive of this she's like listen like opportunities like this don't come around very often they can go away in an instant Mm -hmm. so she's like I want you to like enjoy this and have so much fun with it 
and she's just like she's so great like that's i never incredible. thought like I, I would have a boss who is like so supportive of me doing like another job that's amazing essentially but it's good like, they don't really overlap mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. which is really nice because the morning show is obviously at like 6 a.m right. in yeah. the morning and like i don't really start my real job until like 9 9 30 yeah. yeah so it's like there's really barely any overlap which is perfect yeah. Yeah. no that's awesome and i think that having a supportive boss really like makes you want to work harder for someone absolutely you know like if someone isn't understanding it you kind of resent them a little bit right oh, yeah, yeah. So I think that, that that's so cool that you're able to have that and get your full-time job that helps mm-hmm. pay the bills and then also like do something that you're really passionate about as also a job. When I first got this opportunity to do this radio show, my dad was like, so are they paying you? And I was like, can, can you wait a dad. minute? Like, dad, like, let's, let's be happy for a hot <laughs> second. A dad let's celebrate. Like, oh, yeah, Sabrina, that's great. So how much are they paying you? Like, are they going to pay you for this? Are you going to get money for this? You're doing a good job. Like, are they going to pay you? Classic dad question. And I was like, yeah. dad, like, enough. We're working towards it. We're, like, we're, we're, we're going to get there eventually. Yes. <laughs> we hope. Yes. No, I'm, I'm sure. And I, I can't wait to listen to more. I know. I same. To I know. You can listen so to more tomorrow morning, 8 55 I'm, I'm trying so to think like when how long trending. are the shows too um so the show is from 6 a.m to 10 a.m mm. typically and i kind of just pop in in sporadic moments it's like hey like sabrina from queens is here hey she's here like gotcha we're kind of just like throwing me in wherever <laughs> so cute but yeah so but i usually do my segment for it's like a five minute segment and yeah. when they first were saying it they were like i was thinking like five minutes is really long like I was thinking back to when I did presentations, like, in high school and college, yeah, and I was like, oh, long. a five-minute presentation, like, that That felt really long. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you sit there, and you do it, and it goes by so quick. And I'm oh, like, wait, yeah. like, I still have so much more to say. Yes. And when you're talking about something that you love and that you're a part of, because you're talking about your culture. Like, yeah. it's things that 20-year-olds watch and listen to yeah. and do, so it's like you love it yeah totally. i was doing it anyways i kind of just put it on air <laughs> right, it's exactly. like i was still gonna do it whether right, or not exactly, exactly. <laughs> i was gonna find someone to listen to me oh my god well i can't wait for everybody to go listen to sabrina because she's incredible and we're so happy that you came to visit oh, us thanks here. so oh my much god, so honored we have a couple yes. of last questions go yes. for it um this doesn't have to do anything with work radio mm-hmm. bachelor it can okay but um is there any resource that you have that has helped guide you through your 20s thus far it could be a book it could be a group it could be any i will say i'm definitely not a big reader but i wish i was i actually really want to read the bob Iger book i got Ooh. it as a gift for christmas and i really want to read it cool. but i will say i think a lot of i mean i don't really like turn to resources a lot but i will say i watch a lot of youtube videos mm-hmm. and just like kind of watching like lifestyle vloggers yeah. and things like that and just yeah. seeing how other like girls in their 20s that are kind of like me are navigating their lives and they feel like a lot of them are doing so much and it's so motivating mm-hmm. to Absolutely. watch these things like i'll watch i watch a girl her name is like danielle carolyn mm-hmm. and she's like i think she's like a junior or a senior in college and she like does it all and i'm like Ugh. I, I want to do it all too. Like yeah. I'm going to do it all. And like, it's just so motivating to like watch some of these girls in very similar like positions to you. And I've kind of like adapted that. And so back in college, I had to make like some kind of media outlet for my mm-hmm. capstone class and like mm-hmm. generate a following, whether it be a blog, um, like a playlist or whatever. So I chose to make like a YouTube channel and I chose to do vlogs and things like that. And, and I thought about it and everyone um who my friends, like they all loved it so much. And they're like, Sabrina, like, why on earth aren't you vlogging? Like, the things that you do, like, you can't even, like, write it in a book. Like, Aww. you have to showcase, like, all these things that you're doing. Like, whether you're at a show or you're going to the gym or you're waking up early to do yeah. a morning show. Like, yeah. you're literally, like, you're doing it all. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So I kind of, like, started picking up the camera again. And, like, 
was, it was like a project that. at first, but now it's like kind of become like a hobby and it's, it's fun to do. That. And I love editing them. Like editing is so much fun. I love editing. It's too. like you can get so creative. Mm-hmm. And I've just like been like watching all these tutorials on how to make cool edits and things oh, like that. It's so much fun. Anything on YouTube. Yeah. You can God learn anything YouTube. on YouTube. And it's so motivating. And it like is. I want to be one of those people. Like I want to be motivating to somebody else. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Good and like I feel you. like I could be and you know yeah. absolutely put, I, I'm putting all this stuff on social media anyways. Like my Instagram stories are always just like flooded with like mm-hmm. concert videos and meals that I'm eating and playbills and all this stuff and I'm like it's not like no one knows what's going on like I'm kind of just taking everyone through it might as well do it anyway especially if it brings you joy it does like it's fun and like obviously I'm sure people are gonna be like oh like what's this girl doing like she's YouTubing who does she think she is but like (laughs) I'm not doing it to gain any satisfaction from it like it's fun it's for you and it's so much fun to do yeah like, I've sent it to my friends who are, like, avid YouTube watchers. Yeah. Like, my friend Tara, she loves YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I sent her my first video, and she was like, oh, my God, this is so great. I feel like I'm watching a famous person. I and love I like, that. Yeah. It, I told her I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up a vlog um, next week. I'm trying to post, like, every week. Yeah. Cute. Fingers crossed. Like, I'm trying to just, like, find content to post. Yeah, like, if yeah. I have you a down will. week, like, what do I do? No, you will. So I've actually found, like, a bunch of videos. I went to Stagecoach Festival. Cute. last april my friend tara and i went and i found all of this footage that i took and i never so like did anything fun. with it yeah because i always toyed back and forth with the idea of vlogging mm-hmm. and i would always film some clips and then stop and then film a little more and then stop and like i would get all this stuff and i would never do anything with it mm-hmm. so i had like i was looking at my camera today i have all this like videos that went nowhere yeah. <laughs> so i texted her and i was like tara like i found all of our stagecoach videos should i like vlog them she's like sabrina she <laughs> you're gonna make my 12 year old dream of being on youtube like come true oh my God. so that's what i'm hoping oh to put out sometime next week I that's awesome that. and consistency is really key yeah like i think that when that's people know learning. they yeah. yeah when people know that they can rely mm-hmm. on on you to to share and to keep up with it i think I, even for podcasts and stuff that no, i listen true. to i'm like oh, okay i can look forward to this every single like Monday. trying to keep consistency like i was even in the hamptons this weekend and i brought my laptop because i was like i have to edit even yeah. a little bit so mm-hmm. i can get this up like at Absolutely. least this week like yeah. i want to try and like really get on a schedule like granted i was a few days late but i tried yeah, no that's it's right. like you know just trying to like get myself into a routine totally. of doing that as well like if I don't have a thousand other things to do, yeah. like just add YouTube editing on top of it. Like, why not? They all go hand in hand. Exactly. Together. But it's fun. And, you know, I'm my friends are like, are you going to bring the vlog camera? Like, I'm going to vlog today. Ooh, gonna... And I was like, oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe we will. <laughs> and speaking of YouTube and all those things, where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram. It's Sabrina underscore Sergio. I haven't made the transformation to Sabrina yeah. from Queens Girl, yet. Girl, you gotta switch oh, you over. Must. I know, I know. I toy back and forth with the idea of it. And I'm like, do I want to like just drop the whole last yeah, name yeah. thing And yet? make it like your identity kind I love, of? It's so catchy. Yeah. I love it. It is really catchy. It's and like so if I'm promoting myself on the radio like that and I'm like I should really be saying oh follow me Sabrina from Queens yeah yeah and it would just make it's not taken I know I haven't even looked I really should check yeah <laughs> I'm sure or like I'm DM sure the there. person who has the account like listen. listen this is like really important <laughs> this is my identity yeah <laughs> I know who knows maybe one day you'll find me at Sabrina from Queens but for, but for now, now. <laughs> for now I'm still keeping my last name I'm not like I sound like a maverick yeah <laughs> um you can I'm Sabrina underscore Sergio at Instagram, Twitter, 
I don't think I have a Facebook page. <laughs> it's public. Facebook like, it's you fun. guys can all friend me. I'm, like, very friendly. <laughs> yeah, nice. and I think just, like, you could search Sabrina Sergio on YouTube and I'll pop up somewhere. So awesome. cool. Mm-hmm. And obviously on 94.7 in the yes. morning. Well, listen to the whole show. Listen yeah. to everything, not just the Kelly Ford. Thing. Listen to the whole, the whole crew. We'll be doing it. We'll be we listening. will. We love. Thank you so much, Sabrina. This was so fun. Of course. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.